Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to the Matrixic Discussion Group call. This is kind of just a special call. This is a Tuesday evening. We normally do um, our podcast on Sunday night. I think Australia. Yeah, he's in Australia. And um, we had a nice long talk and stuff like that, and he forgot to hit record on it. <laughs> so him and I are going to have to redo that again. But this is going to be just kind of along the same lines uh, this evening. We've got Timothy Damron with us tonight. And, you know, with everything going on in this crazy world and stuff like that, um, I figured that this is probably a chat that's best to have uh, recorded. Um and I've got all the lines open right now. If there's a problem with background noise or something like that coming through, I'll go through and uh, and mute out until maybe we do Q&A or something like that. But anyway, how are you doing tonight, Timothy? Man, I'm doing good, and it's it's nice to be back. It's been uh, about five years since I've been on your podcast, so it's it's been a while. Definitely overdue. Yeah, yeah, gosh, it has been quite a while. I mean, a lot's happened in, in that length of time. Yes, Definitely. sir. And um, it, yeah, I see uh, even today uh, there's a couple chat boards going. And it seems like a lot of people have various opinions about people. and um, But though they don't really know them. Um, right. They've never... They've never even come in and sat in on a podcast with them and really got to get a feel for their heart and things like that and kind of automatically take second and third hand information from others <laughs> regarding people. And um, that can be very, very dangerous. And I'll tell you, I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting a lot of the people that uh, we may consider some of the bigger people, maybe the truth movement or whatever. And some of the people that at first, just from the online presence that I really liked, when I met them and really got to know them, eh, not so much. I didn't think that much of them anymore. And, yeah. you know, then there's some people that I was iffy about and that, well, once I met them, they were golden. Some of the greatest people in the world, you know. So things are much different compared to what you hear, compared to being able to really, really talk to somebody and see their heart. And I hope that that's part of what happens this evening as well. I'm in agreement with you as well, Brian. You know, I know that um, I, I, you know, if anything, you know, we, we have to be patient with each other and, and, um, and, and, you know, getting along as human beings is very, or as just being a person is very difficult to do sometimes because we have so many 
cultural distractions. We have so many preconceived notions as to how things are. And, and sometimes we just want things to stay that way. And I, and I, and I say this because I'm guilty of that myself. And, um, you know, we, we sometimes run roughshod over people and sometimes we're just selfish and sometimes we're just fallible people. And, uh, and, 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 and I am definitely one of those, I'm in the line of the fallible people. Definitely. Um, I have definitely had my underwear on my head for a fair share of time and am not afraid to admit it either. Um, you know, but I've had a lot of great success too. And, uh, and, and, you know, and, and I think that we got to look at the fruits of the people that are here rather than, uh, external criticisms or personal opinions. You know, those are, uh, those are things that will hurt you, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, just for a little knowledge that, um, some people may, because people ask me about this off and on now and then, so I'll just, uh, put it out right now. Uh, today I closed on, uh, my house that had burned, um, right after the fire occurred. And there's a few interesting things that happened right at that time, actually. Uh, the night of the fire um, I was supposed to be in court the next morning at 8:30 a.m. I thought wow that's kind of peculiar have a fire at 10 o'clock at night at the house waiting for me for when I get home from work and I've got that that I'm supposed to be doing the next day uh, but you know soon after that dealing with the murdered servicer um, and you know they send the regular bill I'd pay it da 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 and they called me up and they said, oh, yeah, well, we found you owe an extra da-da-da X amount of money. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding. It was like $1,300. I'm like, for what? They said, oh, there were some late fees and this and that. I was like, okay, so I paid it. And next month comes around, they get a hold of me. Oh, yeah, by the way, no, there's actually this and this that needs to be paid also. And, you know, with the situation that, I was in, well, and the attitude I still have is like I would have done everything different when it came to uh, getting home. And knowing that the whole system is fraudulent from the word get, especially the mortgage market, it's, it's ridiculous, the fraud that's perpetrated on everybody there, that I really just needed out in a way anyway. And so I basically gave them the finger and quit paying them anything for over a year. And uh, today I closed on the sale of it, um, avoiding any kind of bankruptcy or judgments or anything like that. And um, a lot of it I chalk up to comprehending, knowing how the system works when it comes to being the agent for uh, agent for process, notice, and demand, I think is very important to know. But anyway, I just wanted to drop that information out there for people that are always asking me about what's happening with the house. And uh, we'll move on with um, our topic tonight. And I don't, you know, Timothy and I never really settled on a topic or a heading for uh, tonight's call. But to me, I, one of the things, you know, he's mentioned to me uh, about what's going on over there. Talked to my sister in Michigan today about what's going on up there. And you almost want to say people have lost their freaking God-given minds. They've lost their mind. They've gone batshit crazy. And I stop and think, I go, wait a minute. They really haven't lost their mind because they really gave that up a long time ago. 
Have there's worked. always been one battle and one battle only in this world. From the beginning of time, there's only been one battle, and that's the battle for the mind. And people mm -hmm. have willingly given that up. They've given up any cognitive abilities whatsoever. Anyway, back to you. No, I agree. I, I, I have to agree. I, I was, uh, those of you guys have looked on my page today, I posted uh, just some lyrics, you know, some old lyrics. You know, everybody knows the band Metallica. Um, you know, they did an album called Master of Puppets, and I posted the lyrics for Master of Puppets. And if you read those lyrics and you look at that album cover, you see all those dead people sitting in a cemetery with Metallica over the top of it. And you read those lyrics, you see that this music was talking to all of us. Uh, and, and it's not just that song. I posted another one. Uh, Van Halen did a song called The Dream Is Over. Um, says the same thing. I think we dropped you again, Timothy. Timothy, Timothy, get your message. Can you hear me? All right, you're back. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to. Yeah, I've noticed that it's been, it's been kind of jumping in and out when you're talking too. So we go through periods of silence. So let me know. Um. But I posted this song, Humanity, you know, and I posted the lyrics to it. And I encourage you guys to read it and look it up. And why do um, we need to do this? Timothy, because um, hold on. Before you go on, I'm going to let you go for a bit here. Um, I'm going to jump off, and I'm going to reboot my system and come back in. Okay. Okay. All right. So go ahead and, go ahead and carry the water for the next two, three minutes. Sounds good. Um. You know, so these things are there and, and, you know, just as in the days of Daniel, when Daniel said that the writing was on the wall and no one could read it, but they needed Daniel to come in and interpret that. There's a writing that's on the wall and it's all around us right now. And it's been around us for quite some time. And it's telling us that we're losing it. We're losing our minds, literally, just exactly what Brian said just a minute ago. Five years ago, I woke up, and my eyes opened to a lot of things. And, you know, for some of the things that I didn't have the answers for, um, you know, we feel, you know, us as, as, as humans, we, we will, uh, you know, uh, we will try to, because it's our nature, to fill into the gaps, you know, to try to complete the puzzle. And I'm going to tell you, it's been five
All right, I'm back on. It doesn't look like Tim is. Big warning sign. Big warning symbol on his name. Hmm. Hey, Brian, Tim's been off since just a little bit since you uh, went off. Oh, really? I wonder if I wonder if they're messing with uh, the Internet or something over in his neck of the woods. That could be. He had mentioned, I guess he said that there was uh, like National Guard flying around. They've got a curfew there. They're pretty yeah. much on lockdown, he said. Yep. Oh, who's this? Uh, Chad Cater. Oh, okay, Chad. Where are you located at? Uh, way up in the northwest corner of Minnesota. All right. I can kind of hear that in your voice a little bit. I'm from northern Michigan, yeah. so. Okay. Yep. I can hear the Minnesota in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Since I rebooted, it knocked my messenger icon off. So hopefully uh, Tim is trying to log back in. That would be pretty disappointing. We are going to have these technical difficulties all evening. If that ends up being the case, we'll just reschedule it and do it again tomorrow. And but providing we can keep going, I would just recommend to people, if you come and listen to this recording, uh, just go and skip ahead a few minutes so we get past these uh, difficulties. All right. Let me see if I can go and message Tim and see what's up. Oh, there might be. Oh, he might be back. Are you back, Tim? the warning symbol disappeared. That's Tim's name. I'll message him on the board here. Let me. Okay. Oh, I hope I, I don't know what happened. That was weird. And I don't know where you, where I dropped off at, honestly. 
the last thing I think I was talking about was me going to the ATM machine and not getting being able to get money out. I think did y'all hear that? Um, well, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Okay, because I've got a big caution symbol up by my name. So, okay, now it disappeared. Uh, Chad said, uh, Chad Cater said that uh, you disappeared from the call shortly after I left to reboot my system. Oh, wow. Okay, well, <laughs> well then I guess we'll start over. <laughs> so, yeah, probably um, about two minutes of your conversation was gone. Wow. Well, in a nutshell, basically everybody, I mean, just as a repeat, and I'll just cover some of the other stuff just because. Um, you know, five years ago, I woke up and I started seeing what was going on around me and I didn't know everything. Okay. Cause nobody does. And I still don't. Um, but it's, I am where I am today because of the diligence of just seeking the knowledge and not necessarily chasing the money. And I think that's where, that's where so many people really just crashed and burned in this process. And I think that the SBC movement, um, that whole movement really kind of, uh, I don't want to say incriminated itself, but just kind of destroyed itself uh, based on that. And, um, you know, God is what, God is what has kept me in balance um, in spite of the limitations of my humanity. And I, I, I just thank everybody for being here today, and I thank everybody for listening and 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 giving the giving me an opportunity to to speak with you all today. And and I count it all good, and it's actually quite an honor. So thanks again uh, for having me here, Brian. But uh, ultimately, you know, this walk that we started on, you know, I remember when I first woke up, and it was all about we need to file a UCC, we need to hurry up and do this. We got to we got to get a commercial security agreement, you know, and Brian was like, yeah, I'm going to sit back and watch and see how all this goes because <laughs> he likes to play it safe. And that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. And here we are five years later in so much of a better place. Chad Cater's on the call and I can tell you that he is in a better place because I've been, he's been on my calls for the last four or five years. So it's been great. Um, you know, we've had our bumps in the road and we've had everything. But I'm coming to that, and my point is, is that that preparation that I did and, and some other people did, not a whole lot of people, but some other people uh, uh, We lost him again. Can you hear me? Oh. No? Can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, no, you're back. back. Okay. Yep. Um, wow. Uh, We, you know, where we are. You're choppy. I don't know. You're choppy. I don't know. Um, It pretty much started after you said some of the preparations we did or something like that. Oh, Internet is not cooperating with us this evening at all. Hey, Brian. Yeah, Chad, what's up? Um, I'm just wondering what, if, if you know what Tim's getting at, is the, um, 
the the secured party creditor you know is is he saying that's not a good route to to go now no no i don't think he's necessarily saying that um and i'm not really sure completely where he's at with that whole process right now so i'm not going to put words in his mouth uh, okay we'll wait, for him to, we'll wait for him to bounce back on but I, i'll give you my opinion of it uh from okay. watching it and things like that okay and that is, uh, this is really primarily based around the UCC, Uniform Commercial Code, which was instituted in the U.S. and I believe on or around, you know, circa 1953, all right? And to me, that was just one more step to where we are getting at today. And... What I saw with it, because a lot of people were also talking about, and have for a long time, talking about operating in the private, okay? And when I was looking at secured party creditor process and things like that, it's like, well, okay, this can't be the be-all and end-all because everyone was a subject, a serf, a denizen, a slave, whatever, All right. prior to 1953 also. Um, anyway, yeah, Tim, you're back. Chad was just going to ask me, um, the position you are on everything. So I was just kind of given what, what I looked at with the SBC and stuff dealing with the UCC. And like I was saying, a lot of people talk, were talking at the same time about operating in the private and stuff like that. And my issue right. was, was that the main thing, and I've asked people to define what filing UCC1 is. And even people that are supposed to be all on it, couldn't give me the basic definition, which is that it is a public notice through the Secretary of State. That's right. It's and a public notice myself, of, yes. And I thought to myself, well, I don't want to be in the public. I don't want to be in the private. So the route I took is I did private notice with the Secretary of State. Okay. And found my successes that way. But anyway, uh, now that you're back, I'm going to continue with what you were saying. Well, and, 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 you know, and I think we're both on the same road because, uh, like I, I was saying earlier, wow. what is up? Is that going to let Tim start talking? His internet goes off again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're back. This, this dude... Man, I'm going to tell you what, man. Satan is a hard-working idiot. Well, you're gone again. But I wouldn't say he's an idiot. I think he evidently knows exactly what he's doing. He's doing a good job of it. And he's displaying that tonight. Anyway, I guess we'll just continue to stumble our way through this. Victims um, back off again, so I'll wait for him to bounce back on. There you go. Oh are. my goodness! So basically, you're breaking up and mostly off. No audio.
This really stinks. One, two, three, four, five. Hang up. All right. Is it going to hang up on me again? <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Okay, man. Right. I had a phone call with my bank because I couldn't get money out of the cash machine. I couldn't get money out of the ATM. And one of the verifications that they asked me was, can I have your foreign national ID number? And I said, too, what? Like, how would you know that? Well, your passport, your foreign national passport, we need that number. And that told me right then and there last night, we definitely hit the right button. Um, and, and I've had other successes as well. I've had many other successes, especially in court. Some of you guys might know about me being arrested and rousted by Houston County police. Um, and I'm here to tell you all those charges are done. And I never even went in, never even went into court to even plea. Nobody even, even sent me a letter to come into court to plea. So just so that's out there in the open, this is what happens when you're operating properly. However, people will come and test you. And believe me, I was tested. And I can promise you, I was tested. And uh, it, it was very difficult. It was very painful. Uh, I mean, I got the crap beat out of me by a bunch of stupid redneck. All right, we dropped again. Um, can you hear me, Brian? You good? All no? right. Yep, you're back now. It, it dropped okay. you after you said you got bigged up by a bunch of stupid redneck boink. <laughs> cops. <laughs> cops. They were redneck cops. Houston County Sheriff's Department. Uh, they actually attacked me and seized my property they seized my phone they seized my wallet they went through my house they photographed all my guns in the house and you're probably asking now wait a minute he's got a little record a lot of you know i'm sure that there's little stuff that floats around about that and you're right i did but i set aside every one of those convictions and all my rights have been restored every one of them so believe me, I had FBI up my butt sniffing everything in my life to see if they could find something. And I'm going to tell you they found nothing because there is nothing to find. And I hope everybody heard that. Um, and, and that's the fire that you walk through when you take this walk. Somebody's going to test it. Somebody's going to say, you really have your, your, your lid screwed on tight. And some of us make the cut and some of us don't. And moving forward, um, and hopefully I don't get cut off again. I think it was my, my internet on my phone was cutting off or something. I'm not sure. But now I'm just using my phone internet, so it should be okay, I hope. Um, going Sounds forward, good. going Oh, all right, dropped him again. Unbelievable. This is craziness. It's it's Satan, man. 
He doesn't. He does this every time. Can you hear me? I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah, I hear you fine. Okay, good. Um, you know, and our world is changing. It's changing dramatically right now in front of our eyes. Um, like, for example, I couldn't get any cash out of an ATM. I couldn't access my, my trust account. Now, my, my, my private account I couldn't touch, but my public accounts I could. And I believe that we are going through a reset. I believe that there is, uh, there is an intention to shut down the Federal Reserve to get us less dependent on the Federal Reserve. And I believe that uh, to some extent, somebody is trying to make, them, make the Fed Reserve say uncle. And, um, and I don't know all the details with that, but I can tell you that, you know, this is all centered around the rogue nations that we have uh in in the world right now and that's russia that's saudi arabia and china those are the those are the three rogue nations that we have that are not part of the fed reserve okay um can i correct you on that or, or, or you know wait a minute i think saudi arabia did just jump on the bucket didn't they yeah they're in and so is china in fact i found evidence wow about five, new to five me. years ago that uh -huh. this was one of one of my wake up calls was in investigating the Federal Reserve or the IMF. Um, China has at that time uh, over sixty percent control of the international wing of the IMF. And that blew my mind. And because a lot of people look at that and look at the Federal Reserve and they think it's all U.S., it's U.S. government, da da da. No, it's not. If you know, people want to ask who owns the U.S. Well, there you go. That's who owns the U.S. right there. It's the International Monetary Fund, Bank of International Settlements, um, the the Federal Reserve. Those are the controlling people. Those are the powers that be. It always comes down to the coin of the realm. And I think you dropped again on us, Tim. How about now? All right. Now you're back. <laughs> okay. Cool. Thanks for that commercial break. <laughs> were, were you this able was... to hear anything I was saying? I heard everything you were saying, and you're absolutely right. And and that was kind of going to be one of the things that we were going to talk about tonight was um, these beasts. We have a lot of beasts that are going to be emerging here very, very soon. And this is the time, if I'm going to go dark, this is when it's probably going to cut me off. So um, get ready, everybody. Um, anyway, you know, in Revelation chapter 13, it's very clear. It talks about a beast. And uh Verse 2, he says, the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were like those of a bear, and his mouth was like those of a lion. And the dragon gave him power in his throne with great authority. Who are these people? Well, you're talking about a conglomerate, a, a, a succession that's going to happen, and it's happening right now. As a matter of fact, uh, Pope John Paul, or the, the current pope, is about to step down. That's, that's coming. Uh, there's an article. I read an article on that. As a matter of fact, today about that. And he's going to step down. And this, in Revelation chapter 6, it talks about a white horse 
that's going to show up. And see, there's a lot of people walking around right now, and they know the truth. That's why this virus is. Oh, we just lost you again, uh, Tim. We lost you when you said horse. And I find the word horse very interesting. I, I think people need to pay attention to, like, etymology. Because when I see horse, I, I think of the title of Horus. And huh. what that was all about. And also, I even look at the word hours. I see the word hours, and I think of Horus. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Can you hear me now? Well, in yeah. Revelation chapter, chapter 6, it talks about a couple of horses coming around. And the first one is a white horse. And this white horse is going to show up, and he's going to test every one of you, every one of you that are brave enough to stand up and say, hey, wait a minute, that's not right. Or, hey, wait a minute, I see something that's, that's not what it is. And this white horse is going to show up, and he's going to stamp out all the civil unrest in the name of peace, of course. And, but he's going to be targeting the truthers. Okay? And there are people that know what's going on, and there are people that understand what's going on. And those people, in a lot of cases, are two different people. You better look, this year in 2020, I read an article that the Pope is going to step down. And this next Pope that's going to show up, he's going to... Now, let's talk about the Pope that's already been in place. This Pope is all about bringing a one-world religion in. He's all about everybody needs to worship on the Sun God Day. And, um, and, and forget about the Sabbath and forget about these things, even though the Sabbath is really relative to the moon to the new moon because we have a Gregorian calendar. Those of you that celebrated March 15th, that's an extra day. If you divide 52 weeks by seven, you get three, or I'm sorry, if you multiply 52 weeks by seven, you get 364 days. Just dropped you again after you said 364 days. It reminds me, I just read an article also from a Pope, and he had made a statement. He said, all you people out there that think you're Protestants and stuff, he said, if you're really Protestants, he said, you'd be worshiping on Saturday, not Sunday. Well, and that's why he's not going to be there for too much longer. Yeah. That, can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me now? now? Okay. Yeah, and this is what I was—I was reading this article, and you know, he's—he's going to step down. He is absolutely going to step down, and we have a new this new pope that's going to show up. This man is going to be a Syrian Jew, and he's going to embrace the efforts of Islam. And if he does that, then guess what? He's got all of Europe wrapped up. He's everybody's buddy then, and he's going to close the deal. Well, you know and what? You know, Tim, there's already a lot of info out there that Islam was really created by the Vatican. But that is the that is the movement that's trying to that is paving the road for this new pope that's going to. All right, we lost it, new pope. 
I think this is one of the things that's going to happen because they're trying to pull everybody in. And my opinion is that all of these churches out here, whether it's Baptist, Methodist, whoever, that claims to be part of um, that separatist movement um, where Martin Luther King was trying to pull everybody, not necessarily pull everybody away from the Catholic Church, but when the Lutheran Church even was created, and he was pointing out the problems, the flaws. Okay. Well, whatever denomination that people belong to, have you heard the leaders of that church? Have the leaders of that church sent any writ or anything to the Vatican saying, we totally denounce you, we are not part of you? I've never seen such a thing occur from anyone. In fact, I hear statements from people like Kenneth Copeland saying the same thing as the Pope. We need to come back together. The days of protesting are over. You know, we, we need to all be one family again. And That's I'm right. Like, uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> well, right, that's, that's going to be... Okay, cool. I'm glad I'm back. I don't know what the deal is. But anyway, um, you know, that's where all of this... That's where this new guy is going to show up. And this is that white horse. And that white horse that shows up is going to bring, he's going to bring, he's going to be a Syrian Jew and he's going to embrace Islam. And with all the stuff that's going on with Kenneth Copeland and all the other TV preachers, they're trying to bring us into a one world religion. And understand if you've got somebody in the Vatican and he's running the switches and he's this guy, then everybody in Europe is going to love this guy. Everybody in Europe is going to say, this is the guy. You know, that means, you know, in, um, let's see, David Reddy posted an article in January of 16 this year that said 40% of the world is in civil unrest. That's 195 countries, and 40% of them are in civil unrest, and it's going to get worse. They're cranking things down right now, and it's absolutely going to get worse. So this pope that shows up, he is the white horse. He is absolutely the white horse because he absolutely wears a crown. And so those that's going to cover and really talk about Gog and Magog. A lot of people may not know that, but demographically, that's going to be all of Europe. That's going to be Russia, Saudi Arabia. Uh, we lost you again. You said Russia and Saudi Arabia, and it dropped. And but I, I want to bring up a thought too, and something maybe to for you to consider, Tim, if you can still hear me. Is something I've been looking at for the past few months is uh, the wording in Scripture talking about the two beasts, and the second beast will come forward and cause everyone to worship the first beast. And looking at the structure of things today. And you mentioned 195 countries. Well, I had this discussion with somebody a couple months ago. He, he kind of brought up um, uh, a question to a bunch of people. He said, oh, how many people can answer this? How many countries are there in the world? And my answer to him was over 200. He's like, nope, wrong. I said, wait a second. It's all on who you're talking to or who you're listening to. Because mm -hmm. if you follow the United Nations, they only observe like 195 countries. But right. if you look 
there's also countries that are not observed by the UN. And you look at the UN and what's the UN doing? It's been using the United States as a military force to do what? What has happened with the military force? Ten years ago, yeah, I hear you. Ten years ago, we had like six major countries that were not part of the IMF. And now, through the actions of this military force, it's whittled down to like only one or two countries that are not part of the IMF. What's been happening? The U.S. military has been used by the U.N., which could be the second beast, forcing all these others to worship the first beast, which is the big money. Uh-huh. That's just a thought I've had. Well, the the uh, the understand that the very first beast that comes out of the ocean is a beast with seven horns and seven heads. Okay, and I want to tell you that that beast showed up a long time ago. That's just how. Damn it! <laughs> you dropped again. Right after you said that's how. And something to consider with those seven heads. Well, do you know who the seven heads are? Well, I I think there's a lot of different speculation. I've often thought about the U.S. currency. There's seven types of it. There's the $2 bill, $1 bill, $5 bill, $10 bill, Mm -hmm. all the way up. Seven of them. And each of those those represent a head of the beast or one of the crowns of the beast is what they represent. And what you've got to look is all the birth certificate countries. Guess how many there are? Seven. And when the Bible refers, yeah, when the Bible refers to the lion, he's referring to England. Okay? And if you go to Revelation chapter 13, and you talk about the next beast that comes out of the sea having ten horns and seven heads. Okay? And it says... And it says in verse 2, he says, And then I saw a beast like a leopard, and his feet were like those of a bear, and his, and his mouth was like that of a lion. And the dragon gave him his throne, his power, and his authority. And I can tell you for a fact what he's talking about. When he talks about the leopard, he's talking about the United States. Because the leopard has all of the colors. All the colors of the leopard are the colors of the people here. We have black, we have brown, we have white, okay? And the feet were like those of a bear. So you're talking about a... All right, dropped you again, right after you said his feet were like... I've never (laughs) had a podcast where somebody got dropped so much. And so for all the people out there that want to say, oh, Tim Damron works for the government and he's leading everybody astray. Well, if they really wanted him to help lead everybody astray, he wouldn't be getting cut off every 30 seconds right now. Say, Brian, can I can I jump in? I don't want to be jumping in when I'm not supposed to. 
Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I've I've dealt with him and worked with him on a lot of things. So uh, that's uh, that he he's not doing that. I I I know that firsthand knowledge. Um, one one thing I wanted to bring up, going back to you know control and everything, I I'm I'm guessing you're probably aware of the uh, definitive Treaty of Peace, which supposedly gave us our independence after the Revolutionary War, what it says in there. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, so, you know, a lot of people go back to the Act of 1871, but, you know, in that Treaty of Peace, basically it's saying the King of England is the Prince Elector of the uh, United States and the, the Treasurer. Yeah, he's the Arch Treasurer and Prince Elector. And yeah. in the Treaty of Peace, it was the King of France who wrote it up, him and, and King of England. And and what situation when you win a war does the loser ever write the treaty? Yeah, yeah. no, never. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> something that gets really overlooked. And, it, and that's really like in the first paragraph or two of that. And... Yeah. There's a lot of people in the Patriot movement that come to me. They're like, oh, well, haven't you ever read the tree? I'm like, yeah, I have. Evidently, you haven't. <laughs> and right. then when right. I go and tell them, they're like, well, I don't know what version of it you're reading. I'm like, what do you mean what version of it? There's only one. Um, and then they'll send, me, they'll send me their version that they're reading. And I'm like, dude, this isn't the Treaty of Peace or the Treaty of Paris. This is something that some other Patriot guru typed up on their website, and it's leaving yep. out most of it. And people get trapped into that stuff. And what happens, and th this is really what happens. People are trading one indoctrination for another indoctrination. That's right. E either way, they're still indoctrinated and don't know the truth. That's right. That's exactly right. And I'm going to tell cool, you, Tim, you guys hear me? Cool. Can you guys hear? Uh, we could until five seconds ago. That's one of the big things I've noticed, Brian, is, you know, kind of like what you guys were getting at. It, it's every, everybody's expecting to just read something and, and make it okay or have somebody else take care of it for them. Uh, and, it, and it's great to go to people and get knowledge, but you need to, to research also and, and not enough people do that, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, one of, the, one of the things I looked at is what things have really made a change in societies over time. And you got to go back to the beginning and pay attention to those. And you look at, for instance, the Declaration of Independence, you look at the Constitution. And look at them for what they are, not for what these patriot gurus tell you it is. Oh, this belongs to you. No, it doesn't. Who does it belong to? Look at who signed it. It belonged to yep. them. It was part of them. And so that's why I said, you know what? That's what we have to do. We cannot rely on other groups or other people to supply us with our rights or with, you know, our standing in this no. world today. We are responsible to do it ourselves. So I said, okay, fine. I'm going to write my own. And that's what I did. 
and yep. everything I've done with all the different stuff that people do, instead of jumping on the bandwagon and joining a bunch of other people or claiming something that a bunch of people did a couple hundred years ago, no, I do my own. And what did they do when they wrote those? They were giving notice to whatever powers that were at that time. And so that's what I do. I give notice to whatever powers that claim to be today. And I want to say also, I mean, I, I think one of the biggest things that it's right in our face and people aren't seeing it is they're encouraging everybody to, what do they call it, self-quarantine? Well, what's yeah. quarantine? You're separating yourself from the rest of society. Guess yep. what? They're, it's right in your face. They're telling you that. You have the right to self-exile. Go back and read The Law of Nations by Emma Vittel and read about self-exile. You have the right to self-exile. We all have that right. You don't have to be part of this judicial society because they see everybody as being part of this whole judicial society. That's where the term e pluribus unum comes from, out of many one. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, cool. You're back That's with exactly us, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, as soon as I say Yahweh, it cuts me off. Watch. <laughs> yeah, right. As soon as I say anything you? about God. No, Are I'm you standing in one place. house or anything? Okay. No, sir. I'm I was just... sitting in one place, man. I'm just not even moving here trying to figure out what the problem is. I have no idea. And I, and I, you know, we talked, I don't know, for an hour last night, and I'm sitting in the very same spot that we were talking at last night and an hour yeah, last night. So we it's talked, crazy. We talked for an hour last night and didn't have one problem. And now it's like nope. you can't go 30 seconds. <laughs> no, I, well, it, it's not about 30 seconds. It's about what I'm saying. As soon as I say something, I actually had quite a bit to say. I mean, quite a bit to go through tonight. Um, but, you know, in a nutshell, this coronavirus that's come around, that is, maybe it is something that's real. And one of the consistencies that I'm seeing as I started doing some studying on this coronavirus is that they're saying that it came from China, from a very poisonous snake, a serpent. And it kind of started all of this. And when you start reading through the Old Testament, watch, I'm going to drop right now. Hello. Everybody yeah, still here? Okay, still cool. Here. I just wanted to make sure, because I'm about to start quoting scripture, so I know that's usually when I get cut off. So, well, I want, people um, to, I want people to keep in mind that corona means crown. And what does a snake try to do? It, it's trying to keep you from your crown. And they're trying to make That's everybody right. afraid of their crown and not embrace their crown. But it's Go bigger ahead. than this, Brian. It's much bigger than this. You know, if you go to Numbers 21.5 and you read Numbers 21.5, it says the serpents were among the people and they were infected and died in judgment. Okay? Jeremiah, 8, Jeremiah chapter 8, 17 through 22 talks about, behold, I will send serpents. To bite you. Again, Elmas, uh, nine, chapter 9, verse 3, talks about another serpent that's coming to bite. And so this is something that's not new, but this is a plague. And this is, you know what, and last week I said, you know what, ah, da, 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 this is this, this, this. Well, you know what, I have to stand corrected. And I was wrong. On my own show, I was wrong. 
And I'm going to tell you I was wrong. This is a judgment. This is a judgment that's coming on this country, its people. And you want to ask yourself why? It's left God out in the cold. You know, back in the... Well, you're gone again. You're going to say back in the... And then it dropped you. Um, can you hear me now? Some, yeah, okay. Can you hear me now? Okay. So yeah. you know, back in back in the you know early cowboy days and stuff, when kids had Barbie dolls, the first Barbie dolls, they didn't have faces on them. And you know why they didn't have faces is because we're not supposed to have idols. But yet you look around our churches today, and they're loaded with idols. You walk into people's houses today, and they're loaded with statues and idols and angels. And you know what? We have literally given the Ten Commandments the finger in this country. We have. And we're going to pay for it. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, yeah. we're, we're all going to pay for it. Absolutely. I was talking are... to somebody I was talking to somebody yesterday, right? And that they were talking about uh, being at a church, and they were helping uh, to um, put up, it was like on a Saturday or whatever, they were helping to put up the Christmas tree. It was during the holidays. And I said, hold on a second. So, in a nutshell, you're telling me that one day you're helping the ladies of the church put up a Christmas tree in the church. And then the next day, the preacher is probably giving a sermon along the lines of, what would Yeshua do? Mm -hmm. We need to think about that. We need to think about that one. Well, we've missed it. We've missed it. And if there's one thing I've learned in the last five years in this walk, is, is that I, I, I stepped aside from everybody. Back when I met Brian, when we first started doing this, I don't know if you remember this, but I said, man, I thought I was the only one doing this because I thought I was just all my by myself in this thing. And walking with Yahweh, that's what it's supposed to be like. <laughs> You're supposed And you dropped right after you said you're supposed or you're supposed to. Wow. Yeah, and um, okay, oh, now I'm back. back. Yeah. So we 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 have you know, uh, I mean I can't do it. It's it's you know we've lost it and we've lost our obedience. And the bottom line is we're a disobedient people. We're a, we're terrible people. We've got hey Tim. You know our go ahead. Our porno industry is the highest in the world. We have, we make more money than anybody else. Go ahead. Yeah. In fact, you just brought that up. Um, porno companies right now are giving everybody free subscriptions since they're all locked in their home. They're giving them something yeah. else to do. God forbid, Absolutely. don't have a book. Don't sit and think about anything. No, here, we're going to give you something for free. Put the headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. I, I was going to say, uh, today I was watching a because I have a handful of people that I kind of trust and believe in, like on YouTube and on blogs. And mm -hmm. during this situation, that number has really even gone down. I had a few more that I believed in, but they've jumped on board with promoting this whole coronavirus thing. And I'm like, how can you guys do this? I mean, we've all learned and all talked about for how long about fake news and that, We've been brainwashed. 
through the system, whether through education or through TV. <coughs> and now TV is promoting this coronavirus thing, and everybody's jumping on the bandwagon with it. And whether it's you're coming out with some theory of who invented it or who owns a patent or whatever, they're, they're propagating the fear and they're showing information regarding it totally, totally in the incorrect direction. Because the numbers, if people could just do math, look at the math from last year with H1N1 and the amount of people that got ill or died from it were way at least 10, 20 times higher than this is. The only difference is the news wasn't talking about it. And it seems like people, even the people that claim to be awake, they don't believe anything unless they see it on TV. That's right. That's right. And you can and you can thank the people that you can thank the idiots that shot uh, Kennedy for that because they're the ones that got all of our parents hooked on that crap. And then we got sat in front of the TV and got raised by the TV. Andy Griffin, Beverly Hillbillies, all that stuff. Remember? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, with anything that happens, even like the assassination of JFK, everything I've studied in research has always showed me that everything that is done, it's not done for one specific purpose. It's normally uh -huh. done for two or three purposes. They're not going to uh -huh. waste their energy on one thing. No, they want to affect a handful of things. Uh -huh. They want to knock down all this, the dominoes. Yep. Right. The situation with Kennedy, everybody wants to point to, like, the Federal Reserve. You know, no, it gets bigger than that. And uh -huh. he wanted to freaking knock down the people that were robbing America. And um, Rumsfeld touched on that the day before 9-11 when he talked about the trillions missing from the that the Pentagon found, which happened to be the offices that were hit by that missile. All right. Uh -huh. He almost exposed that whole thing. Um, and one woman that's done a great job exposing this is Catherine Austin Fitz. Catherine Austin Fitz was the assistant housing secretary for HUD. And this was right around my awakening time. I was listening to the radio one night after work, and I stayed up all night long until like 5 in the morning listening to her interview because she was exposing where all the money was being siphoned off to and for why. And isn't it amazing? Everything always comes down to the coin of the realm. Even look at people that get freaking busted for stuff, whether it's Winston Shrout or whoever. There's one common denominator always, the coin of the realm. Go ahead, Tim. Well, I guess you were knocked off again. <laughs> this really sucks. Because it does, man. I was really hoping to have a better deal here. Can you hear me now? Is this better? Yeah, I hear you now. I'm going to move to a different part of the house. I'm just going to move to a different part of the house. Maybe that's it. Yeah, um, this could have been, should be a great call. I mean, with information <laughs> there for sure. Well, and I got to tell you guys, you know, we're losing. The, not everybody's losing, but the people that are going to lose on this deal are the people that are going to not focus on what's really going on, okay? And if we focus, because the big, the big thing is this, our sin and our everything, we're all paying for it right now. 
I don't think we're at a point where we can take much more. And I said this a couple of years ago, and, and I believe that we're busting right now. We're busting at the seams. I believe our presidents and our world leaders know this, and they're doing everything they can to stop it. But I got to tell you, God's word never returns void. And if it says it's going to happen, baby, you can bet on it. It's going to happen. And I think that we need to humble ourselves. We need to, you know what, and we need to repent individually because a republic is built up from individuals. If you want to save this country, if you've you got to start with saving your house, and you can't save your house on your own. Absolutely not. I don't know if you just dropped, Tim, the last uh, word you said was own. You had to do it on your own. All right, maybe you dropped for a minute. Uh, hopefully you can hear me. I can hear you. Because, can you hear uh, me now? One of, yeah, you're back. But one of the things I think we should pay attention to is, you know, in Florida or on Florida, the license plates at the top say, in God we trust. I don't know how many other states have that. And, Tim, you've mentioned God a few times tonight. And that kind of tells me that you didn't listen to the playlist I sent you today. The playlist? Because the name of God was taken out of the Bible by the Jesuits. You know, everybody points at the wrong J word. I've been saying this for a while. Oh, I agree. They've been pointing at the wrong J word. It's the Jesuits. They're the ones in control. They're the ones doing shit. And they took the name of God out of the Bible. In fact, they took the name of Yeshua, his son, out of the Bible 217 times in the Old Testament. That's right. And what is, even in this truth community, <clears throat> whatever, what is the big discussion? When it comes right down to it, it's about there's power in the name. There's power mm -hmm. in the name. Well, mm -hmm. guess what? The name of our creator has been removed from our vocabulary. His name is, and I know you've mentioned Yahweh, his name is Yahuwah. Yes. To me, Yahweh is a different guy that was trying to usurp power. Okay. Um, I, I, there's, there's a battle in the heavens. We know there's a battle in the heavens. And this Absolutely. battle is between these multiple gods trying to control what? The minds of men. Correct. And in the Old Testament, when you look at the negative and the bad things that happened, uh, whether it was to the Israelites or whatever, who came along? It was this Yahweh character or Jehovah or Lord. And if you go into Strong's Concordance and look up Lord, who do you find? You find Baal. Or Baal. That was, that was who Lord is. Lord is Baal. But when blessings and things were poured out upon the people, it was Yahuwah. Or Emmanuel. Or some of those names. All those names you see don't pertain to one particular God. They pertain to two different groups, each representing two different gods. 
That's why, you know, in Scripture, he said, you have no other God before me. That's one of the Ten Commandments. Have no other God before That's me. Right. Well, how could you have no other God before him if there's not other ones? That's right. They if there's no competition, know, it, <laughs> why would you? Yeah, yeah, right. I agree. I agree. It, right. You, well, he says he's a jealous God. Well, why would he be jealous if he's the only one? Well, and keep in mind that in Genesis, they said, let us make man in our own image. So definitely there was a collaboration going on up there of some sort. And I believe that there is a, there, there, there is a split somewhere, um, you know, and, and I'll tell you, I, I live each day and I pray each day that my heart is in the right place because I know that that's the road to salvation. And I know that if, if, if I'm doing something out of ignorance and my heart is in the right place, my Savior will be there for me, just as he was for the nation of Israel. Let me clarify <laughs> something here, too. Let me clarify something also. Because, mm -hmm. like, it, if Timothy brings up a scripture from Numbers or whatever, or I bring up something, I, I know because I used to be one of them, even though I was in religion all my life, I only went to a private um, school in a non-denominational church. I never went to public school. And so I came to a point whenever I would hear scriptural stuff brought up, I would think religion and I'd roll my eyes. And that's the way a lot of people are. And I totally understand that. But the reason why is because religion is a construct of man. Man has grabbed it and morphed it to control what he wants, to control his means of keeping people subservient. When you go in and really study and really learn what it was about, um, I believe it's in Proverbs, it says it's the glory of a king to hide a truth and it's the glory of man to search out a matter. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Not just taking it as presented to us by another man. We're supposed to really dig in and delve into it and find out what was really going on at that time. That's where the glory is at. Because I've mentioned before, um, after my father passed away, my mom gave me his Bible, my, father, my dad's Bible, my earthly dad's Bible. And on the first page of it, he wrote one thing. He wrote, there's value in this search. And the reason why there's value in the search is because you're going to find things you weren't even looking for. That's right. I agree. You're, you're nailing it, buddy. So, it, Can you hear me? You know, to me, yep, I hear yeah. you. But to me, whenever I'm speaking to my power that I observe, I, now personally, I'm a pantheist. All right? I, I, in fact, I've got a shirt that says um, pantheism. We're all going to hell on different religions. <laughs> <laughs> I am a pantheist. Oh, I do realize that there's a whole bunch of different gods out there. But oh, yeah. do I give my authority to all of them? No, I don't. When I speak to my God, I speak to my creator or I speak to Yahuwah. And that's it. You got to there's nobody else worth talking to, unless you want to talk to me. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, <right. laughs> 
<laughs> just had to break the monotony there just a little bit. No, I'm kidding. But no, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, and um, that's why when I started this walk, my walk was so personal with the creator because I, I, I heard. Damn it. Right after you said I heard, you dropped. Darn it. Okay, now you can hear Darn. me, right? Yeah, there you're we go. Back. Yep. Okay, so, you know, when I, when I first, that's why I thought when I woke up, I thought that I was the only one that did this because I grew up in John Hagee's church here in San Antonio. I did. Used to play in the band and everything. And I was 13 and I played in his orchestra. So, I mean, I was indoctrinated too. But this relationship, this path is so real and, and so on it. And really, honestly, just been so fruitful. I mean, it saved my life. It saved my wife. It saved my marriage. It saved my kids. It, it saved me and my kids. I mean, my daughter and I used to hate each other. We had the best relationship in the world, and she's 21, and I never wanted her to move out. <laughs> you know? And only God could have done that. You know? Um, and, well, and only I, who? Or Yahweh only could who? have done that. Only Yahweh could have done that for me. And because that's what I know him as, I, I, you know, uh, you're a little bit more grounded and you've done a lot more historical research on all of the, on, on the namesakes than I have. And I got to tell you, you're, you definitely surpassed me in that department. So again, I always pray that my heart is in the right place and that, you know, and that the creator will see that. Well, Tim, Tim, that there's more than our heart and our intent. Please, mm -hmm. please oh, listen to that. Please listen to that playlist I sent you today. Uh, there's like there's like four or five videos and they're all around like 12 to 14 minutes each i think but yeah mm -hmm. all they show you they show you sections of scripture where it says my name not what you guys use or no my name you use my name period <laughs> mm -hmm. right I well I and and I don't I like I said I I'm gonna listen to it I'll check it out I'll definitely check it out because you know what hey man if I'm doing it wrong I want to do it right. Well, you know? and that that's that's one of the things with me is you know I hear people talk about God and I'm like well what God are you talking about? Because if you're talking to a Buddhist and you're talking about God, he's gonna be thinking about somebody totally different than you're thinking about. Yeah, he's gonna be thinking about some dude on his mantle. Yeah, <laughs> some some dude with a big pot belly, you know, and <laughs> and that to me that's part of the judgment that's coming down on America, and it's not just America. I was going to say earlier, um, I, I was watching a video today because there's only a handful of people I, I kind of really pay close attention to. And one of them is Kim Iverson. And she did this three or four days ago. And she showed where the major outbreaks of this is happening at um, across the world. And it was all in one segment. It's a yellow segment according to uh, like Weather Channel or whatever. And that's a segment that has a moderate humidity and temperature. But I also looked at that and said, wait a second. That section of countries that it's showing in parts of countries all follow a certain deity. 
because I was looking at like the all of the mostly it was to the south, all of the other countries, and it's like, well, uh, they they follow a different deity, or they don't follow one at all. And so that was the common thread that I saw in what Kim Iverson was showing. I'd recommend to people go check out that video. Are you still with us, Tim? And Kim Iverson is spelled the way it sounds. I-V-E-R-S-E-N, not O-N. Yes, you're back. Good deal. Well, you know, and, and, I, and I said that very often on my show. Uh, we would talk. I don't know. I lost my train of thought now. These breaks are killing me. But, um, you know, I can only hope, you know, that, that we know enough to get there, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, but I know that I, I, I know that I've felt his anointing and, and believe me, I've made some pretty big stands in the last five years and he's never let me down. Not one time, not one single time. Um, and if we can do it better, man, definitely I'm all in. So thank you. Thank you for feeding me tonight, Brian. I appreciate that. Well, you know, I, I think what's happening to communities around us or whatever, it may have an effect on us, but it should not have a spiritual effect. We stand where we stand. Well, and oh, now I know what I was going to say. Um, hopefully, you'll still be able to hear me. I don't. I don't believe that people have, uh, the, you know, all these really weird psychiatric diseases that we have. You know, uh, you know, where people forget who they are, or they and, and things like that. You know, th- those are curses those are manifestations and you can see it when you go to the courthouse if you see if you see the you just dropped after you said we see at the courthouse and i am like in the middle of san antonio texas there is no way i should have this and i have all the bars this is so weird Unbelievable. Um, you know, uh, people that are, you know, uh, that lead lives that are perverted lives, when they get old, it, it shows. And and then, and a lot of times they end up with some psychiatric disease, you know, where they forget their name or it's ALS or it's something, you know, and I'm not saying that's 100% true, but I can tell you I've known some people that did not live very good lives and found out things about them that they did when I was younger. And when they died, they died cuckoo. They died doing stupid stuff, standing in the middle of people or, you know, they would, where they just, where it was just over. They just couldn't function anymore. Um, I mean, look at Bill Clinton. I mean, he looks so tore up. Look at him and Sammy Hagar. They're the same age. And I guarantee you, Sammy probably was a little busier than Mr. Clinton, at least with adults, for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, you can see it, you can see the manifestations when you go into a courthouse, you know, the, the, the man or woman with the most distorted body, that's the one that's holding all the secrets. When you walk into a bank, you see the woman in there with the, that's been there forever and forever and forever. You can tell man, cause you can see it. And I think, you know, what, you know walking, you know, go ahead. You know what, Tim? Um, I wasn't going to mention who it is, but I'm just going to go ahead and mention it. I, I'm going to keep anything secret. 
Um, my That's... grandmother is passing away right now. She's in the process. Oh of man. It. Oh and man. She's well over and well, it's it it's not that big a deal. Okay. <laughs> she's well over a hundred years old. Um, wow. And she was born at the same time as my father, and my father passed away. Gosh, twenty years ago, seems like. Anyway. Wow. Um. But my grandmother wow, never has a positive thing to say about anybody. She never cares about anybody. She doesn't even want. She never even watched TV. She was completely self-absorbed. And she was recently taken from her nursing home to a local hospital. Happened to be the same hospital I was taken to when I died in my accident. And anyway, she mentioned to my mom here a few days ago that the orderlies in the hospital took her in a wheelchair down to her basement where they were scientists. And the scientists were describing to her how their biological technology can form different human beings. Now, you explain to me how a woman well over 100 years old who has probably never read anything deeper than a magazine that you see on a doctor's newsstand could come up with those terms. It was something that a spirit was speaking basically through her. And she was a member of, uh, was it the Rochelles or what? One of those uh, female clubs for the Masons. And would never tell what they did or what they were really about. All she would say is, oh, we just did good things. Okay, well, what were your meetings? What did you guys do in your meetings? That she would never say. But now, getting close to her time to exit, she's coming up with terms like biological technology. That's not in the vocabulary of somebody that is well over 100 years old. <laughs> All right, you're back. That's, that's okay. pretty unbelievable. That's, that's wow. That's, that's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah, they had my head spinning. I'm sure. I'm sure it did. Well, and you know, my aunt used to be the used to be the uh, the clerk here in Bear County, Texas, and I saw what it did to her. And really, and I mean, and she's you know um, said things. You know, I don't want to go too much detail, but I mean, she said things like about things that she had to keep secret, and. You know, or I would, we were waking up, we were in the movement, I was doing the travel thing, you know, so I was asking lots of questions and she, you know, I would hit the, hit the walls all the time and she'd be like, that sounds like legal advice. And she would just walk away and not say anything, you know, and not answer my question. And my uncle, her husband, he knows nothing. He's useless, knows nothing at all. (laughs) And so these people enter these clubs. My point is these people enter these clubs and I think they just harvest their, a, a portion of their humanity from them because what's left 
is what you're talking about. You know, and I, and I, you know, I love my aunt, but she's just not very personable. And then there's just not much left, to be honest with you. Well, they, they pay for it in the end. Um, I was studying the life of, oh gosh, I'm trying to think what it was. It was like Nimrod or somebody back at that time. And looking at all the evil things that happened. And, oh, actually, I think it was, maybe it was Nebuchadnezzar. And looking at his life when he died and he literally was going insane it's like the spirits were all coming back and they were reaping what they had sown they were taking back all of the negativity from the life of of that king and it was they were like feeding off from it they do. Um, my, um, uh, I was in the room with my father when he passed, and my father was not a good man. Um, I felt like he, he tried to do the right things, but it, to, really he wasted his life is what he did. Um, he drank it away, most of it. And when he wasn't drinking, he was doing things he shouldn't be doing, So and things that are just not important. But when it was time and he was going, I remember him for the first time in my life, I saw him scared. And I'd never seen him scared like that before. I mean, I saw my dad was not a big man, but he could take care of his business. And he, didn't have, and he wasn't afraid to do it with anybody. And, you know, and, and, and he talked a big talk my whole life. I mean, he was my biggest superhero. But seeing him facing his past uh, like that scared me out of the room. I, I, I had to leave. I couldn't stay with him. And, uh, you know, and that, that was a, that was a, that was something in me that said something when I saw that, that said, we need to change. And shortly thereafter, I woke up, I started waking up. Maybe he tapped me on the shoulder. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you when my father passed away, um, my father had been assistant pastor for one of the big TV evangelists back in the seventies. And oh, wow. he went on, he went on to like try and open uh, Christian schools and churches and things like that uh, because his real main goal was that me and my sister would never go to a public school. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we uh-huh. never did. Uh, when nice. he passed away, I was down here in Florida and my sister called and she said, Dad's on his way out. You need to come. <clears throat> God, I'm choking up. And so I immediately flew up there and my sister and I sat next to him for two, three days. She sat on his left-hand side holding his hand, singing hymns. I sat on his right-hand side holding his right hand. And the last day, I kind of kept my left hand over his chest just so I could kind of feel his breathing or whatever. Because the whole time that I was there, uh, he was he was gone. He was just laying there. Didn't open his eyes, no expression, nothing from him. He was catatonic the whole time. Um, While I was that last day holding my left hand on his chest, I felt his chest rise. He was taking his last breath. He lifted his head and looked at my sister and gave her the biggest smile. 
And then he turned to his right, and he looked at me and gave me the biggest smile in the world. And then laid his head back down, and his chest went down. He expired his last breath. And I was like, wow. Wow. There is something else on the other side. <laughs> I don't know, are you back with us, Tim? <laughs> We're going to have to try this again. We're going to have to, man. Yeah, this isn't fun. <laughs> and no, it's not fun, man. I, but uh, and I don't, thank you. I don't want, I don't want to give any authority to the powers that be or whatever for making this podcast tonight a hard time. I'm not going to give them that credit. Not going to do it. <laughs> I, in fact, I, in fact, I'll say the reason why we're having a difficulty is because so many people are stuck at home tonight, not at work, or they're in lockdown. And so the bandwidth is being taken up and being absorbed by millions of people. Something. And that's why it's Must difficult. Be. It's it's not because it's be. I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give credit to Satan, devil, whatever anybody wants to call him. He's in the ocean right now. It's okay. <laughs> He'll be coming out shortly though. And so to make a long story short, the red bulls the red the red horse comes and when he comes Everybody on this podcast better get themselves right. Because if you don't, and you don't know where you stand with God, Yahweh, however you culturally communicate with him, um, you know, but it just needs to be real. Because this shit that's going on, excuse my language, is very real. They are counting their sheep. This is not something that we're looking two years down the road from, ladies and gentlemen. It's happening tonight. So many people in the Christian community, and I would love to get into that word Christian at some time because it's not what you think it is. But a lot <laughs> no, of people I know what it in is. that, yeah, a lot I of never use that community it. have been looking forward to the end times. They want the end times to come. Well, you know mm -hmm. what? It's not going to be healthy for everybody, even that so-called Christian. You're going to be going through crap too. I mean, in Scripture, when it talks about those who are alive and remain, if you go to the Greek text of what that word remain really means, it means mm -hmm. those who survive. Yeah, those who last. That's right. Those who last, those who survive. That means right. you're going to be going through some crap. So That's right. Yeah, better buckle looking up. Looking forward to this. Yeah, buckle well, up, buttercup. I'm <laughs> you were, I mean, we're in it, dude. And, I mean, if there's anything, I'll say this. You know, we just got to get ourselves right, right now. And then when we slip and fall and we make a mistake, like if I say something that isn't right, and my brother here, Brian, says, hey, man, that's not right, and here's why, you need to be man enough and step back from your own culture to look at that and make that consideration because that's the path to the creator. It absolutely is, and it takes humility. And you know what? We all need to have this humility. So if I... You just dropped after you said we all need this humility. All right. 
Everybody jump on my page tomorrow night. We're going to redo this, but we're going to do it on my board that's analog and easy. And um, I'll give you guys the number, and uh, we're going to do a call tomorrow night, uh, same time. We're going to redo this call. And I'll record the call, too, as well. So if, if, I need to forward, if you'd like me to forward it to you afterward, I can. Let's do Sounds that. Sounds awesome. Sounds I love awesome. you, man. So that will be 8 o'clock Central for people. 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock mm-hmm. Central. It will be 6 Pacific, and uh, that way people can jump on and look forward to it. All we'll right. see you all tomorrow night. Thank you, man. Good night. And if you can, share that, over, share that over to Tactical Sovereignty if you can, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, because tomorrow night, not, yeah, definitely. It, yeah, because Facebook is not letting me post to my own group. Oh, you mean you want me to post this one onto my page? Is that what you're saying? No, for tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. put it up. Yeah, post right, it to Tactical Sovereignty. I've got a back door that I can okay the post, but I am not allowed to do a direct post myself. Okay, that will make that happen, Captain, and I'll put it up in the morning. Sweet. You guys Everybody have a beautiful be evening. Good night. Absolutely. Thank you, Tim and Brian. Thank you, Chad. Thank you for being here. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.